You're listening to the Beyond the Profi podcast, where we help you out of career burnout so that you can reclaim your personal freedom while pursuing your passion. I'm your host, Jasmine Haley, entrepreneur, influencer, and educator that will help empower you with our interviews, strategies, and straight talks. If you're ready to push past your comfort zone to your greatness, you have found the right podcast. Stay tuned and listen in. Hey, this is your host, Jasmine Haley of the Beyond the Profi podcast. And our guest is a friend. Also, the first time that she is on the Beyond the Profi podcast, I've had her on Mom Genist. It's Michelle Strange. Hello, hello. <laughs> so I got to do a proper introduction because she certainly deserves it on what Aww. kind of impact she's made. So she's had a career spanning 19 years. Her enthusiasm for dentistry lies in the educational aspects of patient care. She's an adjunct clinical faculty member at Trident Technical College, not the gum. And she educates her students and colleagues on the importance of interdisciplinary collaboration between medical professionals and caretakers. Her experience as a hygienist and surgical assistant has led to her work with Tepe Oral Health Care after implementing their product with considerable success and patient compliance. But we're not done there. She is also <laughs> the co-host and co-founder of A Tale of Two Hygienists, where I was first introduced to her on that podcast. That was ranked the number one dental podcast two years in a row. And through her passion for education, geriatric and implant dentistry, and modern techniques and products, she seeks to inform and inspire the dental community. She currently consults for companies, is a speaker, and has a new company called Trivia Dent, which I can't wait to talk about. Um, and so it's actually, well, here's a question we pose. Do you think you know dentistry? So they actually yeah. had a very interesting conversation, not conversation, a couple of questions. I got them all right because I'm an overachiever. <laughs> I did not Google. I didn't Google. Good, good, good. No cheating. <laughs> and it's basically letting you know like what your knowledge is of dentistry and you can prove it while winning and earning prizes at live trivia events. So welcome mm -hmm. to the show, Michelle. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I, I mean, how is this the first time I've been on? I don't, I, I don't I feel like we're always interacting. So I feel like maybe I've been there all along, but... You know, it's funny because I was just talking to another mutual friend, Claire, who, Claire oh, John, hey, Claire, her. she's a founder mm -hmm. of Student RDH. She and I have collaborated together for three years now, and I've never had her on the podcast. And I'm like, See, that's the thing. Yeah. Work? You're, you're always like interacting and it just feels like they're a part of the team or you put their information out there, but I'm guilty of that too, especially on my podcast. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, this is insane. So I was like, Claire, we need to get you on. Like, this is not, this is not right. Like this is, I feel like it's a mortal sin. <laughs> right. She's such a smart lady, man. Yeah. yeah. So She's amazing. Awesome. Mm -hmm. awesome. So like my first introduction to a podcast was a tale of two hygienists. And I I'm, can't believe that. Yes. yes that's amazing I was though. Listening, I was listening to you and Andrew and just taking in all this information, you had incredible guests. I was in the very early stages. I was introduced by um, Katie Milko, and she was mm -hmm. the one that told me about it. And then I was like, Christy, you've got to listen to them. So I've been a fan, fangirl for quite some and time. And look at you now yeah. with your own podcast. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm definitely having fun with it. But I 
I, one thing I appreciate about you is that you always keep it 100. You know, I have a, <laughs> to I a have, fault sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not afraid to say a lot of things that like, I would never even say like clutch my pearls. Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. But that Southern girl that. in me, because it's, it's like the pearls are gone. They yanked, they were yanked off years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm glad because today's topic is social media. And we need that. <laughs> yeah. So we were in Missouri and we did a um, presentation, which I, there's so many things I wish I can change about it. You know, every time you present, there's so many things yes. you wish you could have said. Oh, I thought um, you did a great job. I learned a lot. Oh, thank you. So did you. And I learned a lot from Whitney too. Whitney yes. was there. Whitney Rose from sure. TikTok Girl. It was such a great panel. Yeah, it was. Such it was. different perspectives each of us were coming with. Yes. But you were the only one that actually talked about what not to do. <laughs> Wait, I'm always the one that seems to be like the pessimist. Like, let's just be real about this guy. <laughs> Thank God for you and Whitney to like bring it up. Whereas I was like crashing social media down. <laughs> like, don't do this. It's a great like, tool. People, but, like... we see you. <laughs> but you know what? It's an honest conversation that we have to have. And I thought like, this is a perfect, perfect opportunity for us to dive deep in this. So yeah. one of the key things that you brought up, Michelle, was about um, placing things like anecdotal information without your facts. Yeah. So I mean, that's that rampant. From? Where does that stem from for you? Like Probably where? because I did it. I, everything I tell you not to do, I've already done and screwed it up. Um, I, but because now I work with uh, Tepe and uh, quite a few other companies, I after my master's degree and when my thesis kit, you know, practically killed me and I really learned how to understand research and read it and then started working for um, a company where I was writing papers and creating content and education and curriculum. And um, I would read these Facebook posts <laughs> and I'm just like, that's not true. That's no, no. Okay, guys. No. And then as social media grew, because I didn't have social media when I was in hygiene school and I definitely didn't have it for like a strong 10 years into my hygiene career. So what you had was just in your bubble and your community, right? Mm -hmm. And then now we have social media where things are just, I mean, if you say paper up, it, that is the right way to put things in an autoclave people are not going to read everyone else's. They're just going to see paper up, paper up, paper up and assume that they should be doing paper up and not doing their due diligence to really learn what their machines are uh, saying. And it, so it can be rampant. I mean, and the, I don't, I'm fine with like, Hey guys, um, I'm having a real hard time reaching the distal of 15 what are your suggestions? I think that's an amazing way to use social media. It's an amazing way to use your colleagues to learn from them. But the moment you're like, um, I only recommend, which I just saw this, this is why this is in my head. I only recommend Oral-B. I only recommend Sonicare. I only and I'm like, why? Based on what? And then they start quoting research. I'm like, see, don't, some, someone told you that. Some rep went and told you that. That is not <laughs> true. And, and the research may have come from bias research. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, I only do this. I only do that. So again, I, I think I'm digressing a little bit with it, but I, 
just feel like we look at the last like three comments in social media posts, right? Like the, we don't even like do a deep dive into the post itself, let alone the research. So then you have people saying like, um, heart attacks. I, I don't see patients that have had a heart attack in the last six months and everyone's just throwing out there six months, six months, six months. I'm like, based on what, what are you basing this on? Did you, you, if you graduated 20 years ago and that's what you learned in school, you are not doing right by your patient. <laughs> So it's just like those little things where I get real, I start itching. Like I start reading it and I'm like three comments into it. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I'm going to have to put this down or just gear up my thumbs for an argument. Like this is, <laughs> well, bless this, your this heart. is the choices that I have to make. And I'm like, do I have the time to argue this out? Oh, nope. No, I'm about to go see a patient. That one's going to have to, that one's going to have to wait. Whereas I chose every fight before. <laughs> You remind me a lot of my mom because my my sister often joke like there was my mother chose every single one like there was not a time where she actually took a break. I'm like, can we can we just breathe right now? Like, can we just <laughs> let it go? Um, so I think that's funny when you said that that you chose every fight. Um, it's it's interesting because it's like we are. I grew up with when the internet was coming in right like so i know mm -hmm, what it's like right? to play without the internet and like have a normal childhood and then i remember when aol came in i was like in high school and like you know when like the dial-up was happening and somebody oh yeah phone you're like hang up hang up yeah. like i'm trying to dial it <laughs> i'm downloading from napster like get off. <laughs> oh my gosh napster i think we're in that same age bracket <laughs> yes and like the AOL chat rooms. And mm -hmm. so when I was in high school, it was MySpace. MySpace was just happening. Yeah, me too. But I've seen a difference in like generations and just everyone, like everyone wants this instant gratification of information, regardless of where it's coming from. If it's Wikipedia, they're yeah. good. You know, we know that's right, not a reliable right. source. And it's kind of scary because it's like, yes, we can ask our colleagues for assistance and stuff, but the problem is, is that people are using it as a source. Yes, exactly. And we're treating exactly. the communities. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of scary. You know? You're treating breathing humans. I, because the way that I want to flip this around, and this is what I do with my students all the time. If you're taking your child into a medical provider, a nurse, who only got their last little bit of information and their, their last, their, their current research and their, you know, in their mind from Facebook. Like, is that, is that, does that feel good to you? Cause I can't imagine, like if I go to an office, like I want to know, like when are the last CE courses you took? I mean, do you subscribe to journals? Are you adequately like researching these procedures? And a lot of the stuff that we do is kind of monotonous. There's not a, like huge changes but then there are some that are like y'all get on board like f the flossing debacle like that's a simple one if i i'm never, i'm the most triggered hygienist when people like talk about floss mm -hmm. which is completely the opposite whereas i'm like it ain't for everyone guys and if i see like a floss boss or floss babe or like that it triggers me because i think it mitigates what patients need to be doing to actually care for their mouth 
but that's still the thing that's being taught. It's still the thing that's being talked about. You know, I, I daily, I see my patient says they floss and I know that, but who cares? So I don't floss. I really don't. Like I may floss every once a week, maybe. Otherwise I'm using some kind of other interdental product. And I'm like, guys, come on. Like this is antiquated knowledge and we have got to progress. But it, what if all of our other medical providers went to YouTube and social media and that's what they were using to treat us? It, it just baffles me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God, who knows? They could be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they could. Web they MD, very well could be. WebMD. Yeah. They're like, excuse me for a second. Um, oh, I need to do the suture. Let me go YouTube it really fast. <laughs> Darn it. I didn't realize like it was only going to last three days. With it right. Like that. Yeah. That, that joke failed. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I got where you're going with it. Yeah. 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 Um, it's interesting that you, you bring that up. That is such a powerful analogy because when you think about it, we wouldn't want that. We want top quality care for medical. Why do we think we're any different? I love that. Right. So and thinking about your kids, like I don't have them, but I'm sure you care enough about them that you want, like, you want to make sure you're, if you are in the vaccine world, I hope you are, but if you're whatever it, from there, like if you're getting them at the right times, like if your kids are, you're not getting prescribed too many antibiotics, you know, people are staying current. And even when you look, think about orthopedics and like antibiotic use and pre-meds and who not to pre-med and who to pre- like, those are important conversations that we should be so incredibly informed regarding so that we can have that conversation with the medical provider as if we are all on that same page. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just baffles me that, um, we use social media. Like that's like, this is what kills me. Instead of Googling it, even if you go to Wikipedia, instead of Googling it, your first place most often is posting it on Facebook, the question. As a medical provider, you're treating human beings and your first place to ask a question is Facebook. And I'm like, oh, is this where we are now in our care? It's also another point to that is the fact that we're getting less and less in-person interaction with one another Mm -hmm. uh, and and valuing that how many times have you gone to these conferences because there's plenty of them where you can ask certain questions like that and and really grow um or even in person with your team like why don't we feel Mm -hmm. enough we don't why don't we feel comfortable enough to have that communication with the people that we're working with Right. Um, there's so many things that will faltering. Like when you go to networking events or anything like or events that I host, first thing I'm saying, put, put away your phone. Why are you on the phone? Why aren't we asking those important questions with the people that we're around or building a network of people outside of just the three walls of our, of our operatory? Well, that's, this is going to be a complete digression, which doesn't shock me in my, most of my conversations, but I, I think it has a little bit to do with the shame of not knowing and it's almost we in dental hygiene we shame real hard like mm-hmm. we we like to make people feel terrible for not knowing and one of my courses that i um started is called that's not what i learned in school mm-hmm. and it is 
kind of tackling all these like topics that have changed and evolved since a lot of us graduated. Even if you graduated this year, you're already behind because the trickle down effect of research to where you are in school is it's pretty slow. So one of the things that I have at the very beginning of it is talking about uh, cognitive dissonance and your cognitive biases. Mm-hmm. And the one of the things that I think we are all very guilty of is curse of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And we, we forget that once upon a time we didn't know this and that we had to learn something. We put this on our patient. We put this on new grads. We put this on fellow hygienists and we forget what it was like to not know that. And so then we shame people for not knowing. Mm-hmm. So Do you feel that too? Oh, yes, honey. I'm a Brene Brown fan, okay? And I am huge (laughs) (laughs) on the She's got a new Netflix special. Oh, I I saw it. I saw it. I haven't seen it yet. I had to watch Beyonce first. So. Oh, I've already seen Beyonce like twice. Like, <laughs> girlfriend is like my my second screen as like my motivator, and I'm like, oh, oh love that her. was. Homecoming. I'm telling you, I could not. I could. I was so riled up after watching Homecoming. I was just like, oh. Anyway, Brene is next on the list. But yeah. going back to Brene, <laughs> don't get me started, Beyonce. But um, going back to Brene, like that scarcity mindset the shameful judgment that we continuously do to each other is prevalent yeah. just in society. I can see how that is, you know, with us, which brings to mind, like, you know, people have like this false sense of security that they're behind the screen and they're safe. I'll give an example. Someone asked a question on a Facebook group. I love the question, by the way, but it made me think, is there an off limit or things that are off limit for us as dental professionals when we're on social media? This is a uh, group where someone asks, like, how often do you have sex with your mate? Like how often that's happening? So I'm going, I'm reading every comment. <laughs> I'm like, I got another thing we this. could tackle is who's this, reading your I'm comments. Like yeah. If I had popcorn, it would be like, Ooh. oh yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, she has it every day. Oh my gosh. Like, which I didn't call complete BS. I'm like, lies. (laughs) Lies. Okay. I'm like, Oh, every day you have kids. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, okay, I'm getting it in. But I'm like, so anyway, I'm reading that and I'm thinking like immediately I wanted to comment and I stopped Mm. because I feel like, is there any, if there's a level of things that are off for us, like off limits as professionals when it comes to social media. Well, that was like a real lot chunky meat of stuff. I just added in there, but, but I think so this is where I struggle because like you said earlier, I'm 100%. I really don't have a lot of, off buttons and give me a glass of wine and none of them exist. Like my brain (laughs) mouth filter is just gone. So this has definitely been a learning curve for me. And now that I am on the side of hiring people, Mm. uh, you better believe I am in those forums and looking and it's, it's this double-edged sword, right? Because on one end, you want to feel like these people are your tribe and they're there and you can have these conversations. But the reality is 26,000 people are not your tribe. And like you are putting out 
some very detailed information. Like, oh, that, I, I mean, again, I, I, I struggle. Is this, is this the society that we are now? Am I holding, am I hold, clutching my like social media pearls in a way <laughs> and not wanting to let go of that? Or is this something that like that pendulum swing is going to be, it, it's, it's out there, right? Like yeah. we are far out there and we're going to need to find that middle ground because that's where I think I, I land is that we've gone from like not many people to talk to, to finding like so many people that might really resonate with our same like thoughts and feelings and you have these fun conversations with to being a little like brain it back in a little bit and find that middle ground because there are people out there looking and they're just like you said popcorn in hand waiting to read I'm one of them (laughs) hey and I'm a lurker sometimes I'm a lurker sometimes but I sometimes I just have to shake my head I'm like Y'all, come on. Do you know, do you remember how many people are reading this? Would you go on stage at Coachella? Speaking of Bay, (laughs) like, would you be out at Coachella being like, hey guys, how many times do you have sex with your man? I I don't think you would, but you just did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're right. That screen is there and you forget. And I get kind of circling back to that anecdotal side when you are only out there putting anecdotal information and then you're asking for a job from companies especially companies based in science and research I'll tell you right now that it is not uh, I will write on go right on past your resume right on past it and people are looking you don't think there are reps there are teachers Mm -hmm. there are VPs in these groups and they are looking at you, I promise. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And it's funny, I've had conversations, I was talking to a corporate person and they were like, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm like, Ugh. it's so creepy, right? And I'm like, no why? So it's like, yeah, you know, it's almost sometimes I feel like it's unfair because yeah, I do want to talk about things for me as a woman besides mm-hmm. things that have to do with like, um, just professionally, everything that we talk about on the Beyond the Profi podcast. But unfortunately, it's not a fair world for healthcare no. professionals. We still have to find that middle ground. And unless you're going to have some sort of alias, <laughs> yes. that is the only way to really, like, really get past that. Yeah, it's true. And I'm the same way with you. Like I almost, cause I'm just sitting here talking to Andrew and I forget that thousands of people are going to hear it and it's going to be out there in perpetuity. So God knows what I said three years ago on some of the original episodes, (laughs) but I will say it's also, um, the one, if I could give some, cause I'm giving a lot of cons to social media and stuff, but some of the pros is that it's kind of this digital journal to mm-hmm. see how you've progressed mm-hmm. because there is nothing like being slapped in the face with the time hop from 10 years ago. <laughs> I, I opened that thing and I'm like, Oh Lord, did I know what a comma was? Like <laughs> my God, like punctuation, Michelle. And yeah. just seeing how much I've evolved and progressed. And I mean, the podcast is like that for me too, because as a clinician, I've come a long way, mm-hmm. but at this, uh, but uh, if you're not going to use it for some of the good, please be careful what you put out there. 
It's true. It's true. And it's like, I, I really have loved some aspects of it. Like seeing my kids, like we mm -hmm. recently just saw something pop oh, up yeah. and they were really small. I have a two digit child, you know, she's 10, my oldest. <laughs> and it's like, wow, look how time has gone by. But there is, yeah. a, but there was also a pop up of when I was in hygiene school and I'm like, let me untag myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know when social media wasn't really that that big. yeah so I, I love that you brought out some really good points there this is a lot of food for thought and something that we need to consider because you know one of the key things with beyond the profi is we want everyone to be the best version of themselves to really yeah. choose career excellence whether you stay in the op or you choose alternatives outside of the op but we have to be very intentional with each of the steps that we take and one bad decision could ultimately have a ripple effect on everything else that you do. And I would say, um, throwing out there HIPAA, that mm -hmm. is one thing that daily I see HIPAA violations and it is going to get one of us and it's going to be nasty. And we're all, I hope we can all learn beforehand because there are so many private health information comments I see on Facebook that it's, and you saying my patient gave me permission is not going to work in a court of law, BT dubs. I'm going to tell you that like if somebody finds out that you posted in or it comes back and they're, they're like, Oh, I don't remember saying that that's on you as a professional and we're going to have to be really, really careful. I think it's great that we can post something like, Hey guys, do you have any thoughts? How can I do a better job? How can I help this patient? But really that should be done um, with written permission from your patients. And also I would even say in very private closed study groups or in person, we're going to see, I don't know when, but it's going to happen. It's going to get us. And we have got to be real careful about that. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to have you back on the show to talk about yes. that in detail. Well, you should have Noelle Kelsch because she's the one that taught me that information and she was on the podcast. And um, ever since then, I'm, I'm, I'm being real careful about mm -hmm. how I put things out, even on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, here's my last question for you. Mm -hmm. What was the best personal or career advice you've ever received? I think, I think I have two that I oscillate between, um, Tracy Butler recently from Strawman said, um, when are you going to see what the world sees in you? Um, mm. and, and yeah, right. It's powerful. It's a good one. Yeah. And you know, I think sometimes I, I think we all struggle. Like I'm just doing my thing. I like what I do. This is, this is fun for me. I always joke my hobbies are talking to industry, drinking wine. Like, and if I can do that with cool people that teach me something like, I mean, my heart is full all the time with that. But I think sometimes we forget what we can do for others and how, what we're bringing to the table. Cause I'm just like, I'm here to learn y'all. I'm that's all I'm here for versus like what I can do for other people. And, uh, Tony Stefanu, who is my partner with Trivia Dent, um, 
he has kicked me in the butt to be an entrepreneur. I, I, it's not a comfortable, comfortable place for me. It makes me very nervous. I want to be a clinician. I want to be a W2 employee. I've never been that person that wants to be like out owning my own business. I like health insurance. I like comfort. Um, switching from like, you know, not never have I had a nine to five in hygiene, but you know, that clock in clock out world to this corporate world and business ownership, it was a harsh adjustment for me. Um, and so he has been there kicking me, um, for a few years now to do something with myself because I'm just like, Oh, here's knowledge for free. Everyone. I like learning. Here's the things I know. He's like, stop it. You will be poor. Like do you need to be an entrepreneur? And I'm like, okay. So here I am with trivia with him. You know, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Cause I almost forgot. And me too. And he would have been <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing a podcast with trivia. And he's like, yeah, great. You never mentioned him. You know, let's talk. Okay. We're going to talk like one minute. Mm-hmm. about that transition because mm-hmm. entrepreneurship as i've said before in this podcast is no joke like it is hard and it is scary so there's scary rewards. there's rewards there's mm-hmm. rewards in seeing your hard work come into fruition and stuff like that but it is a emotional roller coaster for sure 100 percent and I would even say I had a quite the emotional roller coaster leaving clinical to even go to a corporate position, a position. I, there were so many times I was like, can I just go back to, I'm good at seeing patients. Like that's my little comfort zone. Can I go back to that? And I don't know in what world I went from a 32 hour work week to like 70 plus. I, you know, I don't have kids. I don't have a family. So I'm not like really pulled in a lot of directions, but I'm on this computer 12 hours a day, six, maybe seven days a week. It is hard and I love it, but man, they don't see the back end of the sacrifice that it takes because it's not all, you know, cute pictures on Instagram, you know? No, no. There's a lot of follow-up. Yep. There's so much follow-up. There's so much, there's people stealing from you. There's people Dragging you through the mud. There are people, I mean, the one thing I think that was the hardest for me leaving that little private practice bubble is I I could be like, Jasmine, you have something to say? Like I heard from whatever and you can, I could hash it out. I, I don't know who's talking about me, who's dragging my company through the mud and that's hard. You are fighting a lot of invisible people that you don't even know you're fighting. And I think that was a, that'll, that'll wear you down. Yeah. And that even mentioned the fight within yourself because it takes a marriage mm-hmm. of bravery and courage on your part to do something that's your own. And that's why like one of the first steps when I'm talking with my coaching clients is, do you truly understand what your strengths are? Do you truly understand who you are? Because I struggle even though I had enough confidence to start a business, because that took a level of confidence, I still struggled in seeing my gifts and what makes mm-hmm. me great as a person. Right. And it's a, it's a constant journey that you kind of have to kind of peel some layers back as you continue moving forward. So now that we've gotten past that little hurdle, yeah, <laughs> we got to know what is trivia and dent. 
Break it down. Trivia Dent <laughs> is uh, actually Tony's brainchild. I'm just lucky to come along on the ride with this. Um, so he has been creating trivia questions all about dentistry for like a decade. Like he's been writing and writing and writing it. And of course, I've added some super science nerdy stuff in there because that's who I am. But I mean, anything from like songs to movies to um, logos, I mean, it, the gamut is large on this and it's just for fun, right? Like we hope that people will challenge other people. Um, you'll even have like teams go together. Uh, we are excited to maybe have some KOLs go against each other, uh, to see who knows more <laughs> dental trivia. Yeah. So we hosted our first one, uh, in Chicago at Chicago midwinter. So we're going to probably piggyback off of some of these conventions for a little bit. We are also going to have an online forum. So if you, it's to come, the website is, and again, the back end of it, the process to get all that up is, oh, gives you enough. I want a migraine medication right now thinking about it, but exactly. Um, eventually you'll be able to test yourself every month and take like some practice questions to see how well you know dentistry. And if you want to go head to head with people or play, you can earn money, you can earn equipment, you can earn, um, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And so it's just meant to be, uh, just add some levity to our profession because CE is great. I love it. Podcasts are great, but this is going to be like, have some wine, have a beer, like cheers your friends, watch people like make, you know, fun of themselves up on stage. So, but this is Tony's brainchild. I'm just kind of bringing a lot of like the social media, the technology and some of the nerdy questions. So. Oh, I love it. And I'm telling you something, you know, most of us type A personalities love a little competition, even if it's for fun, you know? Yes. Because well, I was we, so happy when I got all the yes. questions right. I was like, yes. Yes. I didn't even win yeah. anything. You know? So Sarah Thiel from CE Zoom was our first winner uh, when we had like a little focus group on this uh, yeah. back at uh, Greater New York. And she will, I mean, she beat out Deborah Carrier by like one point and Deborah <laughs> is not okay with it. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to challenge each other at some point. So I think it's fun though. Challenge yeah. your friends. I'm excited for the, like the teams, Yeah, you know, maybe a dentist, an assistant, a hygienist, like you're coming together and you're challenging each other. I think that will be a lot of fun. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. I can't wait to try it out. Thank I you. So cannot wait to be at it, whatever event it's going to be at. So awesome. I can like play around with others, but I think that's awesome. So tell everyone where they can find out where you are, how they can contact you, find out about all the cool things that you're doing. Okay. So, um, I would encourage you to go to the, the trivia dent Instagram page. Cause every Tuesday they're going to, we're going to be putting some questions out there and then soon to come will be trivia dent, uh, or yeah, trivia dent.com and hashtag. So you think, you know, dentistry, and then you can always find me at michellestrangerdh.com or a tale of two hygienists.com. Um, you can follow us on uh, Instagram as well. And um, I think that, I mean, those are good places. But if you want to email me, it's uh, michelle at a tale of two hygienists.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for taking time out of your busy schedule and coming on the podcast. Of course, of course. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the show. We value each and every one of you. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on beyondtheprofi.com. 
If you found value in the show, share with a friend and leave us a review. We will see you next time, BTP family.